Corey Evans, and this is The Proximate Cause. Good morning, friends, and welcome back. It is great to be with you again. I hope you've all had a wonderful two weeks, and as I always start off by saying, I hope that you have a nice warm cup of coffee or tea with you this morning. My coffee is right in front of me, and in honor of one of my colleagues from law school who just accepted a clerkship opportunity, I made my coffee in my North Carolina Court of Appeals mug from my own clerkship. Clearly, I am feeling reminiscent this morning. Last episode, I started off saying that things had felt heavy, and whew, these last few weeks have been even heavier, at least in my opinion. On Friday, I was talking to a coworker and I told her how silly it feels to be responding to emails and just going about life normally when there are people in the Ukraine who are having to leave literally everything they know and love behind. I saw a post on Facebook about a Ukrainian gentleman who was walking on foot to Poland and he said that the closer he got to the border of Poland, the more suitcases and backpacks and teddy bears he was seeing line the streets, as if people had left their homes with what they thought that they could take, and the closer they got to freedom, the more they left behind. That just broke my heart. Russia's armed aggression has challenged me and my way of thinking over the last week or so. It's reminded me that I am so blessed to live in a country where our freedoms are secure. But it's also challenged me to think about what my life would look like if I were forced to leave everything I know and love, everything I have spent my life working on and working for. And that is a very hard truth to face. It's very humbling. So this morning, I want to say that my prayers are with the people of Ukraine and also say a special thank you to the men and women of our military and their families who are facing uncertainty right now in the wake of what's going on in Europe. The gravity of your sacrifice is incomprehensible and it is absolutely not lost on me. On that note, I have promised to be fully transparent with you all and so I will start off by being honest that in the wake of what's going on in the Ukraine, it does feel a little silly to be talking to a microphone about the difficulties that we face in life. (laughs) I recognize that my position is very privileged. I am sitting in my apartment with a MacBook and microphone in front of me and an iPad and iPhone beside me. And of course, my hot coffee. All the while, there's people in the world who are facing, quote, real trials and tribulations. So I seriously toyed around with not uploading an episode at all this week. But in times like these, I think it's important to have a healthy level of self-awareness mixed with grace. And for me, that means, of course, recognizing that there are people in the world who have it worse than I do. There's no debating that. But what I'm dealing with is still real. It's still my reality, and it's still something that I have to wake up and face every day. Just because someone else has it worse doesn't mean that what I'm going through is invalid. And for this podcast, I think that means showing up and sharing and being here, but maybe shifting gears. In that vein, living everyday life together means showing up for the good, the bad, and the potential wartime. And for that reason, I think today 
is another opportunity for me to extend you a hand of grace that it took me a long, long time to extend to myself. I hope today not to challenge you so much as to encourage you to make a change in your life that has been incredibly impactful for me. And that leads me right into what I want to talk about. I have spent a lot of time already focusing on the importance of good friends and value that they add to our lives. I can think of really good friends in my life that have helped me through incredibly difficult moments. And so I'm going to give you an opportunity right here to think about those friends in your life while I take a brief coffee sip intermission. As you think about the friends in your life that have been so good to you and the people that have loved you so well, I'm sure you can also think about the people in your life who have loved you maybe not so well. And what happens when you give those people unfettered access to your life and later come to regret that decision? I know I personally have reckoned with this and struggled with how I remain friends with someone who adds so much value to my life in one area and can be so life-giving, but can then on the flip side be life-draining in another area. And I don't know about anybody else, but at times I have felt that being friends with someone means that you share your life with them. And I don't mean everything, but the struggles that really encourage you to live life together, right? So for example, if I was dealing with a hard time at work and maybe also celebrating a personal success, I would share both of those things. Or if I were concerned about buying a home, I would share that. Basically insert whatever the struggle in front of me of that moment is. Buying homes just on my mind right now because I saw an article about how difficult it's probably going to be to buy a home this spring, but moving on. Anyways, put simply, I wouldn't separate out which friends got what information. I would really just kind of be as open of a book as I could be because I thought that that's what friendship was meant to be. You shared your struggles with them, they shared their struggles with you, and it kind of went back and forth. You provided support to one another when you needed it. Some of you may know this, many of you probably won't, but my dad is slash was a gospel singer in his past life. And on his CD that he recorded in 2009 called Shield of Faith, he had an original song called Can I Pray For You. And 2009 was a very formative year for me. All of those elementary, middle, high school years were very formative. And so a line in that song really stuck with me and it says, let me be there for you. We'll divide all your problems by two. That's what friends are supposed to do. And as I've gotten older, I found that that can be true. But at the same time, there's going to be friends in my life who in some circumstances, they're great and encouraging, wonderful people who they do help divide my problems by two. I feel a weight is lifted when I share with them. But then in other areas of my life, they aren't supportive. They don't know how to be happy for me. Whether that's because they just have their own stuff they're dealing with, so they're occupied at that moment. Or maybe they didn't learn how to be sensitive to certain situations and different topics. Maybe they even don't know how to show up and include themselves. They just have an inability to be the support that I was hoping for or would have wanted. 
I think we as humans can struggle with sympathizing or empathizing with others when they're facing struggles and difficulties that are foreign or abstract to us. I know that is also part of it. Or if someone is struggling with something that's really, really difficult, we can have a knee-jerk reaction to kind of provide security to ourselves and say, wow, I'm so glad that's not happening to me to try to provide comfort that we're not going to face the same thing rather than providing the much-needed support that our friend or loved one is seeking. For example, if your friend shares that they may have to pay the IRS this year rather than getting a refund, instead of saying something like, man, that really stinks, I'd be upset too, our initial reaction might be something more like, wow, I am so glad I'm getting a refund. Or, I'm so glad I withheld properly. And I just sit back and think, okay, that's really not that helpful. (laughs) And I want to be clear, none of this is an accusation toward anyone in my life or yours. I am positive that there are people in my life who could say these same things about me. And even though I said I wouldn't challenge you, I, I do want you to think at the same time of the people that don't provide the support that you need about the areas of your life that you have struggled to provide support to others when they have come to you and and looked for that support and what those reasons were that you struggled to do that. But like I said, over the last year or so, I have extended myself a hand of grace finally after struggling with, well, how do I balance these two competing things, these two competing beliefs that this is a great friend, but in some areas they're really not. And the truth that I have come to accept is that not everything in my life is for everyone. Let me say that one more time. I want to make sure it sinks in. Not everything in your life is for everyone. So there are going to be difficulties and trials and tribulations and triumphs and successes that you cannot share with every friend. You may not be able to share that you're going through a financial difficulty. The other side of that coin is you may not be able to share that you just got a huge promotion and a pay raise. Or to use the house example, you may not be able to share with every friend that you just put an offer in on your dream home because maybe they're having a really hard time finding their dream home or maybe they're not even looking for their dream home. Maybe they're just looking for a home and they can't find one because the market's so competitive. If no one has told you this before, allow me to be the first. That is okay. It is okay to say not everything is for everyone. It is okay to gatekeep who gets what information. Does not make you a bad friend. Does not make you a bad person. It means that you are choosing to protect yourself and protect that person as well. In the last few years, I've increasingly seen people talking about protecting their energy And to me, that translates more simply into boundaries, which when really boiled down is what I'm talking about, right? Boundaries with different people will look different. People tend to shrink back when you talk about boundaries and implementing them in relationships. I think it's become sort of a four-letter word of relationships, but don't let them scare you. I know it can be hard. Like I said earlier, This is a hand of grace that I struggled to extend myself for a very long time. But once I did, I was so thankful because it has made all the difference in my relationships. 
And this is perhaps one of the greatest lessons that I've learned in my friendships and relationships. And so I want to expound on this just briefly. It's, it's twofold. Two things that I have learned as I implement this truth that not everything is for everyone. First, boundaries protect both people. When you decide that you cannot share a certain topic with a particular friend or you tell a friend that they cannot share a particular topic with you, at first it may seem punitive. But let me let you in on a little secret. It's not. In fact, it's life-giving to both of you. Just like when a doctor removes an infected part of the body and frees up the rest of the body to run optimally and healthily, When you spot the areas where you are prone to hold resentment or frustration and you choose to surgically remove them from your relationship, everything else has a chance to flourish. Again, this requires though that both people on both sides critically self-analyze what areas of the relationship they are not able to give support and what areas they are not feeling supported and to do a sort of Venn diagram to set those boundaries. And those boundaries may and likely will shift with time, just like your trials and triumphs will shift and change with time. And there may even be relationships in your life where you don't have this conversation. You can just pick it out instantly. I know exactly what areas of my life with this friendship I need to limit. Second, healthy boundaries work. I am not encouraging you to withhold information maliciously or spitefully. Instead, when you choose to be honest with yourself and the people that you love and limit your relationships to what gives you both life, you will be surprised just how much you are both able to flourish. And I speak from experience when I say again, healthy boundaries work. So this week, I encourage you to take some time to think about the areas of your friendships and relationships that could use a healthy surgical procedure to help the relationship flourish. And when you're tempted to share with a friend who you know may be less than supportive, take a step back and remind yourself that healthy boundaries work. As always, it's been great to be with you this week. I hope to see you again very soon, and I hope that this week you can extend yourself another hand of grace. I'll look forward to seeing you again soon.